Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the Earglue Media Network. What do you make of Rudolph? Seems like a, a good man. What? He's lying. There was no trade assignment in the Pacific States. He was identified on a diplomatic ticket, gave a false name. Rudolph's flight wasn't delayed. He was. So you've known all day? Yeah. What about Helen's mother? Dead two years. It's a great lady. I felt certain that he'd confide in me at some point today. Maybe I don't know people as well as I think. So Helen knew about Rudolph? You must trust the woman in your life with your life, Joe. The less you knew, the less he'd suspect. You're gonna question him? Me and Rudolph, we, we performed duties together that bond men. They bond men forever. I have no objectivity here. My heart tells me he's a good man. He's a he's a brave man who, who must have good reason for betraying his people. But my head, my head says we should take him out in the woods, interrogate him, shoot him in the fucking face. How do you justify this, Joe? He's lied all day in my home. Enjoyed my family's hospitality. You tell me. I'm asking for your counsel. What would you do? Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we continue our coverage of Amazon's series based on the Philip K. Dick novel, The Man in the High Castle, with episodes five and six of season one. It's The New Normal and Three Monkeys. With me this week, as always, is James and Rob. Say hi, guys. Oh, hi. Oh, God, that was bad. Three Three monkeys. I'm seeing a tie-in somewhere with this podcast. <laughs> That's a good observation. Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah. What I don't understand is you say it's a couple guys, but there's like three of us. Yeah, I think a couple is actually two and a few would be three. Uh, yeah. So it's, is this a podcast by a few guys or a couple guys? I mean, I'm not really sure where Rob lands on the guy scale. So, well, I was thinking that I'm not sure where all of us land on thinking we know sci-fi so maybe it is still true i can't spell sci-fi uh what well, it's s-y-f-y <laughs> okay you two are dumb and <laughs> how has your week's been james it's terrible. how's your week it was terrible thanks for asking i put my dog down yesterday sorry I, that's fine no you asked i answered it's a terrible week i cried like a baby it's sad it's a sad day. It was a sad day in the James household. I was. It sucks. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I hate that. I've been there. I think our. Can you put some like sad music in the background while I, while, while I you know, talk about this? I can lay down it. a little bit. I, I can lay down a little bit. We can have like a little therapy session right now. Do it. Just yeah, lay it all out. Dog. Just Thanks, tell me man. your feelings. I miss, Share. I miss. Rob's an idiot. Well, yeah. Oh. I don't need sad music for that though. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, I, you know what? Other than that, I, my week was fine, I guess. It's all right. It's stupid. <laughs> I knew it was coming up the whole week. I, the whole week, I knew Friday was the day. It was awful. It was... <sighs> like you had it planned or you just knew yeah, it was getting we, close? Yeah, no, we had it. We, we, yeah, we had an appointment. Um, like you can't, there's not like it's just a place you can walk in, Rob, and be like, hey, excuse me, can you kill my dog? It doesn't work like that. Like you have to plan it out and they give you time well, to figure out if that's really what you want to do. Well, I didn't know if it was one of those you walked in, you had my dog's really sick, what's wrong? And then they look at the dog and they like go, Well, <laughs> there's not much we can do for it. You're better off putting oh, them no, down no. because yeah. it's old and some weird ass disease. Um, better quality of life type of deal. Yeah, it was a better quality of life type of deal, not a weird ass disease. Well, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know if you walked in and they said, yeah, we could do this because. Yeah. So the last couple of times, like, I, why, nobody gives a fuck about this. The last couple of times we went to the vet, um, like we talked to the vet about it. And this, so this has been like a couple of years, like her quality of life has just continually gone down where she couldn't get up and down the stairs. It was hard. She didn't want to run. She didn't want to play. She didn't want to, you know, do anything. She just laid around the house. And now it got to the point in the last couple of months where she was always in the road and she doesn't want to move. And when you have a toddler in the house and an old dog who is in pain most of the time, um, yeah, it's not a good combination because the dog doesn't want to move and the toddler's like, I'm going to jump on you. And doesn't matter how many times you tell the toddler stop jumping on the dog. The toddler jumps on the dog and the dog eventually goes, starts growling and showing her teeth. And yeah. It's just, you know, it's a sad situation all the way around. Thanks, Rob, for making me talk about that. Can we put the sad music back in for that? Sad music's going to be in. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I feel you. I've been there not too long ago. I'm going to be there here not uh, too long. So I've got dude, an old I, dog. I mean, I, like, Joe just signs. went through this, and now I've gone through Now you're going to go through it. This is like, I'm not buying another dog. I can't do this. It's rough. Yeah, I said the same thing a while back before I got the last dogs that I've got. And yeah, you say that and then you get over it and you get another dog. Right. You get another dog, right? Yeah, no, I kind of figured that's how this was going to go. Rob, how's your week? Uh, it is good. I went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home Part 2. And it wasn't in the future. Part 2, What? <laughs> What? <laughs> See, oh I my caught God. you there. No, yeah, I went and saw Far From Home. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, well, how I'm does not it end? Spoil anything? Well, okay, so uh, <laughs> Spider Man defeats the bad guy. No. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? I mean, that's all you I did mean, this week? Well,. Um, just sat in it, a dark room until you went to go see Spider-Man. Well, did somebody like activate you to say, Hey Rob, we're going to see Spider-Man. Now you can, you can get out of your, 
Did you get laid this week? Doesn't sound like it, but I'm just asking. I know our <laughs> listeners care. I don't. You, I'm just because you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get laid? Yeah. Couple oh, times. Four congrats! Seven yeah, or eight awesome. times. Seven or eight, eight times. Wow. Was like a marathon. Wow. So wow. you didn't get laid at all, did you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's also pissing rain right now, so this should be entertaining. Uh, this could be a uh, repeat of one of our other episodes where I could hear you guys and you couldn't hear me. Nice. That was a great episode. That was, was a great a, that was a good. That was a good episode. Because I, I couldn't yeah. hear you. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Well, my week was great. Thanks for asking. Appreciate that. Um, we we don't we don't care. <laughs> it yeah. I know, but the listeners might care. <laughs> they don't. So nobody cares. Fuck you, they really don't. They really don't. I mean, they they don't care at all. I had a oh, I you know I had a great time until I killed one of my characters on, not on live stream. So oh yeah, so we no were memorial. we were live streaming again Friday. Um, State of Decay two. We we've done. We've we're finished with the Heartland DLC. So we're just doing our normal games. I've started an instance on the Dread Zone, so we'll probably start streaming that on our next session. Uh, we streamed a little bit of of Rob's session last night, and uh, yeah, he blew himself up, so that was fun. Unfortunately, yeah. we didn't get that on the stream, so that's not out there for posterity, but the next time that Rob blows himself up, I, I assure you that we will get that on the stream, so... I mean, that's the only thing anybody really wants to watch is Rob blowing himself up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey, now, wait a minute. I blew myself up. Um, I also killed one off by getting ripped in half. Oh, that's true. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the Heartland playthrough, you did get yourself ripped mm-hmm. in half. Yeah, but that wasn't your character yet. That was just an NPC who would have joined your group hadn't you got him killed. No, no, no. I killed one of the others because we decided we were done with that game. Remember? I went out in a blaze of glory because, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't see that. I was busy doing something else. Yeah, you didn't care. Hey, anybody got any news? James, what news you got? Good Lord. Uh, uh, so on Netflix, there's a movie called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. Now, are either of you two uh, familiar with Bob Lazar? Somewhat, just from uh, back in the Art Bell days, yes. Oh, Art Bell, Coast to Coast AM. Love that show. Uh, I still like George Nori. Uh, I'm not very fond of the guy, the weekend guy. What's his name? I don't know because I'm not fond of it. Um, but if you uh, if you're not familiar with who Bob Lazar is, Bob Lazar is a guy who, in the late '80s, this is when I first became aware of him. Uh, in the late '80s, I was a huge UFO nerd because I was a kid. I was like, "Ooh, aliens! Are they real? Are they out there?" This guy claimed to uh, work at, at S4, which is uh, off of Groom Lake, which is Area 51. For those of you who don't know, uh, 15 miles, I think, south and west of uh, of Groom Lake. That's what he claims. Uh, and then he saw aliens. He worked on UFOs. He back engineered them. Um, it's a really interesting, like I'm only halfway through this, this movie. It, it released in December of this year uh, and it's on Netflix now. And Bob Lazar was recently on Joe Rogan's podcast. 
Oh my god! Right, with, uh, dude, like Bob Lazar. I really think this dude's legit. Really? Yeah, I really do. After hearing him talk, yeah, he's not like okay. So the guy who did did this documentary, uh, his the guy who directed it is Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Corbell. Was that his name or is that two guys? That might be two guys. I'm not even sure who the guy. It's got to be Jeremy. Anyway, I, the whole thing is shot like from his perspective and not Bob Lazar's perspective, which is what a documentary is supposed to do, right? It's supposed to document what 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 is what this guy wants to say, what he has to say. And instead, it's really the director's experience with Bob Lazar, and it's stupid and dumb. But I really, I, they go through, and there's a couple of things that Bob Lazar has talked about in the past that have now come to fruition. Uh, for example, element 115. It's on the periodic table now. In 1989, when Bob Lazar started talking about Element 115, was not on the periodic table. Look yeah, you know what? I'm going to predict an Element 116 and yeah, an Element 117. One oh so go back and listen, all of those <laughs> elements are synthetic elements that they create in yeah. a lab that exist for like a fraction of a fucking second. Right, and he's saying that the stable version of 115 exists in Groom Lake. Uh, and he talks about the properties of it. Go back and look. Uh, so then uh, he also, he he had said uh, back in 1989, they, they showed a video of, of something that he said about a hand scanner. And that was how he got into S4. And the hand scanner, he, he described it as uh, this plate that you put your hand on and there's pins that come up. And you put your fingers through the pins so the pins are in between your fingers. And there's a large beam of light that shines down from the top that measures your bone, uh, the length of your bone in your hand. And that's how they tell who you are. Mm. Nobody believed him. Nobody believed him. Everybody said he was full of crap. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's now technology that they have. And there are pictures of it on the Internet. Uh, and it's, this is like a thing. He said this back in 1989. It's now what, 2019, and it's just now, or 2018, I guess is the case, maybe, uh, coming out. So there's things that he has said in the past that have come to fruition. I honestly think this guy is on the up and up. I don't think that he has any reason to lie. Now, does that mean that I think there are aliens out there? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. But the government's doing something out there uh, with some weird, weird shit. So go watch the movie. Okay, if you say what? so. No, you don't, buy, you don't buy it? No, I don't buy anything that guy says at all. I hey, think why? he may have some, I think he may have some knowledge of some classified security measures that he's either seen or experienced at some point in his life because some of the things that he rings or says rings kind of true, but yeah. For the most part, I think he's a crackpot. Why? Because of the incredibly dumb things that he says that nobody ever substantiates. Like? Well, I don't know. I would. I didn't know you were going to talk about Bob Lazar, so I haven't brought any of that shit to the fore of my mind no, or researched some of the incredibly stupid things that he said. Um, well, no, I, look, I don't. I, I just, I think that some of what he says is out there. 
for sure. I mean, he's talking about fucking otworldly beings. So, you know, how much I, yeah, he's, but he he's, knows that he's said weird. in the past that he's had interactions with aliens at Area 51. And I think that's full of shit. Uh, he, no, he has said that he has seen cadavers. But he's never seen a live alien, nor has he heard anybody talk about live aliens there. However, he does say that they have a nickname for them. They call them the kids because they're so small. Hmm. Well, I just I find it very interesting. This is smoking and drinking in space. I would love nothing more than to get on one of these alien spacecraft and smoke a cigar and drink some scotch <laughs> and take a fucking flying leap off this fucking planet. That's what I'd like to do. Yes. Well, since we're Rob- talking about smoking, I'll go ahead and give my news article. Yes, I have news this week. Let's hear it. Shocked though you are. So Netflix is going to start Ugh. with their original shows that are TV 14 or lower or films that are PG 13 or lower, removing the depictions of smoking in their shows and films. So, there's been several of their recent series, uh, Stranger Things 3 included, that show quite a bit of smoking. And it makes sense because Stranger Things 3 takes place in the 80s, and everybody smoked in the 80s, or many, many people smoked in the 80s. It was just a, it was a smoking culture. did in the 60s. No, not as many as, as did in the 60s and in the current series that we're currently reviewing, but geez. Um I don't think you could have more people smoking unless you had all the babies light up too. Whatever. I got stogies. Yeah. But they're going to start removing the the depiction of smoking, which I have mixed feelings on. On the one hand, yeah, I can understand what they're trying to do here. They're trying to not glorify smoking because it is a health hazard and you don't want, you know, kids to see depictions of smoking on television, think it's cool and start smoking themselves. However, historical shows that, you know, take place in times where smoking was ubiquitous, it it fits with the plot. And if you start removing that, it kind of seems artificial. So I'm of mixed feelings. No, I, I agree. I think it's stupid. I understand why they why they're doing it as a guy who smoked for, you know, 15, 16, 17 years. Uh a pack a day, cowboy killers. Like I get why they're doing it. They don't but man, it's not like they're they're doing jewel pods, right? They're not doing that. It's like actual cigarettes. Are are they gonna are they gonna crack down on vaping too? Are they not gonna show vaping? Or is it just smoking? Actually, I think it's I think it's both. Let me uh, let me double check the article here, but keep uh, uh, research on the fly. On the <laughs> research fly. on the fly. Zip. Cricket. Now he puts that in later. You don't have to. I know. Do I was making an I was making a new one for him. It was oh. zip, and then it's crickets because there's nothing there. I see. He's a Ken doll. No, no, no. I'm yeah. doing the research on the fly, not you. Oh no, oh. we know what mine is. You know, I learned a long time ago not to piss off the guy that edits the show. That's true. <laughs> now, um, oh, yeah. Cigarettes, cigars, or e-cigs. That's so stupid. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I just have a huge problem with this. 
I get why they're doing it. I it great intentions and all, but the road to hell is paved. Well, the the article does says the or does say the only exceptions are for reasons of historical or factual accuracy. So, if any there project that does smoke. feature cigars, cigarettes, or e-cigs, it's to be made clear in the ratings information. So, oh my god, it makes me want to cancel my Netflix subscription, but then I wouldn't be able to finish this Bob Lazar masterpiece. Oh my no. god. Well, what you do is you finish the Bob Lazar masterpiece, and then you cancel your Netflix subscription. I why think that's probably what I'm going to do. I, you I know, don't know I don't why he wants to finish desire. it either, but I'd have no desire to watch Stranger Things three. Really, it's really good. Yeah, I've I've heard that it's all so, social justice warriory. I don't know. What? Well, yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true. Where and did honestly, you hear this? I, I don't know. I read. Wait, an article. I don't want to go. Internet? I don't want to know what. <laughs> what same, depths the of the internet where... bowels you crawl into? So don't answer <laughs> that question. Uh, I don't remember where I read it. I really don't. Uh, and I was talking to uh, a mutual friend of ours last night, uh, Albert, and I think he said, "Yeah, he could see where it's there's some social justice warrior stuff." I just don't want an agenda pushed down my throat. And the same thing with smoking. I don't need that pushed down my throat. I'm going to continue to smoke. It really makes me want to go get a fucking pack of cigarettes and light up right fucking now. Cause it's just like, fuck you stay out of my life. Yeah. Netflix. If I want to smoke, I'll fucking. Smoke. Yeah. You do that. Fuck you. I'm going to get cancer just to piss you off. You yeah. I don't care. Netflix. <laughs> fuck them. All right, Rob, what's your news? All right. Well, uh, my news is not sci-fi related. I'm sorry, but I figured it was important. Um, we had a great tragedy hit us earlier this week. 45,000, 45,000. <laughs> yeah, I know where he's going with this. Barrels of bourbon yep. caught on oh, fire no, at the yeah. Jim Bean Warehouse. Yeah, 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 I heard that. I figured this would be a, a, well, I mean, we are smoking and drinking in space, but we're going to have to lay it off a little bit because uh, some relatively young whiskey has lost its life. Well, I propose that we have a brief moment of silence for both James's dog and the Jim Beam that we've lost this week. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're equating his dog being put down and passing away to being just as tragic as 45,000 barrels of whiskey? Yeah, yeah. I'm equating or it to that. Or even more up, tragic. Rob. Well, I I would think so. I don't know why we have to have a moment of silence for the whiskey. Because it's fucking whiskey that will never be drank. I wanted to have a moment never... of silence for both, Rob. Why are you being such okay. a dick about this? I'm going to have a moment of silence for the doggy. Can you make that moment of silence, Rob, the rest of the podcast? <laughs> for, for, for about 45 minutes? Sure. Yeah, can you do that? All right, perfect. Before we get to the pod crawl, I do have one more announcement. So for a while now, um, the show has had a Patreon page that I have done pretty much nothing with because... Good job. Shut making lots of money for up. you. <laughs> that I've done pretty much nothing with because, yeah, I'm just not in the habit of, of asking people for money. But um, I have had a couple people ask me how to contribute, so I've activated the Patreon account and uh, for anybody who wants to throw a few nickels at us, uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash status underscore podcast. 
and that'll be in the show notes. There's only one tier right now. It's the uh, Quabble tier. So if you donate oh, right now, you're going to be a Quabble. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you donate, uh, you'll get a, a special audio file that's uh, our special birthday pod crawl for Rob. So we did that last week for him, and uh, <laughs> I've edited that and thrown it in as a, as a contributor extra. So that was my announcement. Um, if, uh, if you want to go donate, patreon.com forward slash uh, yeah patreon.com forward slash status underscore podcast who's ready for a pod crawl please let's do this <laughs> yes we can call it i don't know say a pod crawl the pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl pod crawl excellent insert it deep pod crawl Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Juliana is back home and needs a sweater because of the chilly reception she gets from Frank. Joe is back in New York and gets a welcome home mugging. Targomi is comforting the princess as she worries about her husband while Kido and his sergeant watch the Imperial Guard commander commit harakiri. Juliana is interrogated by the Kenpeitai while Joe is interrogated by John Smith, who then invites Joe over for fuck off Nazi 4th of July. The American resistance recruits Juliana to get a gerb with the government in order to find a person that's actually a monkey that's actually a room where she discovers her stepfather is working for Japanese NSA. Tagami helps Wegener out with a diplomatic plane ticket out of the country, but Wegener is determined to cock things up by taking a risky opportunity to slip his poop film into the science minister's pocket. The next day Joe shows up at Beaver's house for the sham of a holiday celebration. They cook turkey in summer, like that's even a thing, call baseball a lazy sport and say track and soccer are better, which are patently untrue, and pop barbiturates instead of meth like any red-blooded American would. Under the pretense of picking up his mother-in-law, Joe and John head to the airport and see Wegener, who is on a layover from the Pacific States. John invites him to his sham holiday celebration and they reminisce about what giant assholes they were in the past. John subtly grills him about his current business but doesn't get much information. Meanwhile, Joe is curious about John's interest in grasshoppers and tries several times to look at his locust pawn. The evening comes to an end, John has Wegener arrested, like old friends do, and Roll John catches Joe looking at his pawn credits. (laughs) (laughs) Short pod crawl this week because there wasn't just a whole lot that happened in these two episodes. We're slowing the, the series down. Uh, We're getting a lot more character development, a lot more world building. They're kind of laying down how things work in the world, some of the history behind some of the characters, things like that. So wasn't a whole lot that happened in these two episodes. So are we done? Uh, Yeah, we're done, Rob. You can can go ahead and drop off. My Black Lung Award goes to... (laughs) No, we don't need your awards. We just need you to get the fuck out. Um, yeah, you're right though. I mean, there's not, there wasn't a whole lot to these episodes other than the one thing both of these episodes managed to do, at least for me, was show that whoever's directing these, these episodes can really build suspense very well. Yeah, there was some pretty good suspense. Um, the pacing on these episodes was a little off though. So whoever was directing it, uh, you know, shoots them really well can really build the suspense, but we're getting, we're either losing time or we're losing distance. So Joe and Juliana started out from Canyon city, which is in Colorado. 
and they went back to their uh, their respective coasts, New York and San Francisco. And it seemed like in the last episode, episode number four, that they had left shortly before the uh, the the crown prince got shot, right? And then yeah. Juliana shows up like the day after the crown prince got shot. Joe shows up in New York like the day after the crown prince gets shot. It's, Colorado to San Francisco is only 19 hours and 29 minutes. Yeah, with the highway driving. system that we have today. But we have inter interstate highways. Do you think they're going to have interstate highways at this point? Interstate highways were, was an Eisenhower project after World War II when he saw how efficiently the Germans moved materiel uh, throughout Europe on the Autobahn. Well, I don't, I don't mean to poke holes in your, in in your argument against Rob. Far be it from me to tell Rob that he may or may not be right. However, if Eisenhower built the interstate off of what he saw the Germans do, doesn't it stand oh! reason that when the Germans took over the United States, they probably did something? I don't know, similar. Uh, mm. It would, except yeah. in the Pacific states where Juliana they're lives, allies. that allies. <laughs> Yeah, but they're no, not gonna they're not gonna there. enrich yeah. the Pacific states that's under uh, Japanese uh, rule. In no, fact, they're honorary Aryans. They're not real Aryans, they're just honorary. Yeah, right. They're Aryans. honorary Aryan the Aryans. I can't even honorary say that fucking word. Yeah, you almost called them honorary aliens, which would have been. You've got Bob firmly. Lazar in my fucking Bob head. Lazar. Thanks, asshole. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but on one of the earlier episodes, they showed a graphic of a map that traced the path that Juliana took yep. from California to Colorado. And if you notice, that path didn't go straight over to Colorado or even close to straight. It went, it dipped down into like Nevada and through Utah and then back up because it had to hit some of those passes to get through the Rockies. Did you Maybe want, it okay, doesn't look. need to do that on the way back. It's well, all downhill <laughs> from there. It's, all downhill. it's not downhill. Do you, you know that? where Canyon City is? It's on the other side of the fucking Rockies. You don't know I, that? This is an alternate universe. It's the same uh, canyon fucking city. Can I, I mean, did you want them to spend, you know, two or three days of following Juliana in a fucking bus? Well, no. I, I, okay. I don't want to watch her bus journey, but I don't also want to, you know, have her instantly teleport someplace just for plot convenience. I would watch Juliana do a lot of different things, to be honest. Would you? Would you watch her bus journey? I would. You would just sit there and watch her ride a bus. I'd sit there and watch her ride a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stepped right into that one. <laughs> you really did. I don't know why, but you did. But you're right. Yeah, uh, last time. Whatever. I don't care. Um, they should have done it a little bit differently, I suppose. But for the common viewer, which I am one, I didn't pick up on that. I, I just went along for the ride, so to speak. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, they're slowing things down to begin with. I, I feel if they would have taken the time to be, you know, what, there's nothing to fill that time in with. Obergruppenfuhrer? Like, is it going to be? Well, I mean. Like his. But there's like, other I characters, right? There's there's Frank. You can still explore uh, oh, some of Frank's God, backstory. I hate Frank. I hate Frank. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that hates Frank. I'm not fond of Frank. But oh, Frank does get better later on. I don't um, know how somebody kill him. 
I am just tired of Frank. I oh. Well, you'll get your wish, but he it's going to be a long time. Uh, he's such a fucking crybaby in this show. Just man the fuck up, Frank, for fuck's sake. He he does. He he <sighs> he takes a drastic transformation. All right. I'll take your word for it, because I slept through most of this the first time I watched it. <laughs> but no, there's also Tagomi. Uh we can explore some of him. And <sighs> in fact, he he starts to become a, a real uh central character later on in this season and in the in the second season. Uh there's also um, Keto. Yeah. Okay. I get the tension between right now between Keto and Tagomi is pretty good. Yeah. And that that tension, you know, never lets up really. There there's a moment where they they reveal kind of a mutual respect for one another and you start to understand their dynamic a little better, but there's still a lot of of tension between them even after that. So yeah, Dude, um, he he suspects everybody. I mean, it, that's, his, that's his, job. his job. Yeah. And, that, we, and instead of Harry Carey, why didn't you call it uh, Sepuku? Sepuku. Sepuku. Yeah, whatever. I'm glad Sudoku. you asked that because I did a fuck ton more research on that than I ever expected to. <laughs> oh my god! And I actually why? looked it up to get the proper spelling of Sepuku, and realized that. Uh, uh, harakiri is actually the proper term whenever you're speaking it, unless you're a higher class. So they, they use the term seppuku uh, amongst the higher classes, but well, here, let me, Which let me read this it. from, uh, from Wikipedia holder <laughs> of all knowledge. Oh, Jesus. So it is commonly pointed out that harakiri is a vulgarism, but it is, but this is a misunderstanding. Harakiri is a Japanese reading or kunyomi of the characters as it become or became customary to prefer Chinese readings and official announcements. Only the term seppuku was ever used in writing. So harakiri is a spoken term, but only to commoners and seppuku a written term, but spoken amongst higher classes for the same act. So they, they mean the same thing. It's just one's spoken and one's written apparently. I call it Harry Carey. Harry Carey. And yes, that yeah. is that is a A R R Y common that is a common mispronunciation amongst English speakers. Harry the, Carey. The moon was made out of spare ribs, would you eat it? What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the best. Hi. <laughs> This podcast uh, brought to you by Budweiser. Oh, Kanga beers, wash it down with an ice cold bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the best thing about these last two episodes. <laughs> fucking Will Ferrell's Harry Carey impression. Uh, I'm, I am more, uh, like, I know I, I alluded this to this earlier in a very creepy uh, way. But, yeah, I'm more interested in Juliana's character than I am anyone else's at this point. Well, and she's pretty much the central character right now in this, in this entire story. She starts to take a back seat uh, and share the spotlight with Tagomi here pretty soon. Um, Joe is going to come into prominence here a little more. Um, and I have thoughts on Joe. I have so many thoughts. Well, on what Joe. are your thoughts on Joe? Oh man, don't. I mean, 
You've uh, already got a, mat, a, a man crush on young Steven Seagal and Matthew Broderick. So I'm, I'm just, I'm yes. sure that um, Jake Kleinstick, <laughs> is that his name? Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Joe. Um, yeah, Luke, Luke Kleintank. Yeah, Kleintank. So, uh, uh, so Joe is a Nazi through and through, without a doubt, one hundred percent. There is no ambiguity in his character whatsoever, as far as I'm concerned. You think so? Yes. Uh, here's here's why. Like he will change for for the uh, for the girl, right? Like he will put on airs, like he is, because he just wants to get in her pants. I don't think there's anything. It's it's as simple as that. Um. I think he he wants to know the secret. I think that he uh, like what what changed what changed my thinking for him was when uh, uh, Obergroup and Fuhrer John Smith asked him what he should do about his friend Fucking Rudolph Obergroup and Fuhrer. Like, if you were me, what would you do? This is a guy that I've known. My heart tells me he's a good man. My head tells me he is an enemy of the state. What would you do? And the next thing you see is they they tell him goodbye. He turns around, walks out, and then, you know, there's the SS waiting for him, right? And he says, you were right, Joe. Sacrifices have to be made or whatever the fuck he said. It doesn't matter. He's a fuck-off Nazi, like through and through. Well, if he's a fuck-off Nazi through and through, why didn't he turn over Juliana? Why did he leave Juliana out of his report? I, I maybe you missed it about I don't know two and a half minutes ago when I said he changes for the girl because he just wants in her pants. Well, and but I when, mean the when, the when likelihood of his wife Mrs. Obergruppenfuhrer says is there a girl? He tells Mrs. Obergruppenfuhrer, "Nah, there is, but it's complicated." That's who he's and talking that about. Is, is a, that's a red herring. I'm telling you You're now that herring. is a red herring. You'll understand the what? there's a girl, but it's complicated in a few episodes. So it's not it Juliana. Is not Juliana. He has well, a kid. He, well, no, Dude, Joe. Mm-hmm. You're 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 spoiling it. Mm-mm. Don't spoil shit for me, fucking Rob. I fucking slept through most of this the first time <laughs> I watched it. I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Have I like so when people ask me, hey, have you watched Man in the High Castle? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's really good, right? I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I love it. I've watched the shit out of it. Yeah, I was asleep most of it. Yeah, in a, in a, in a couple episodes, uh, you, you find out that he's, it's not his kid, uh, but that he's got a girlfriend with a kid. Oh. Huh. Well, how is that complicated? Because he she- loves Juliana. Yeah, he's he's got the hots for Juliana. So then my statement stands that he just wants in her pants and he's willing to change and bend the rules for her. I totally agree with you. Well, that doesn't you. sound like a Nazi through and through. He is a Nazi through and through. No, John 100%. Smith is a Nazi through and through. No, John Smith is a Nazi in authority through and through. Uh, fucking Joe is not a Nazi in authority. He's just the fuck off Nazi. I think, I think you'll find in a little bit that Joe is not a Nazi through and through. However... He becomes a Nazi through and through. All right. Well, we'll see. I don't know. You fucking watched the show. I haven't. I'm just giving you my thoughts as somebody who slept through most of it. And he's trying to, he is trying to prove you wrong by saying, oh no, something happens later. Okay. I, which, maybe it does. I don't know. I haven't which, watched it. Which, if we were reviewing this just based off of the two episodes and the episodes we had seen, 
we wouldn't have known that. So his arguments aren't valid, and therefore, no. My you main are argument correct, is <laughs> my main argument is why did he leave Giuliani out of the report if he was a Nazi through and through? Especially considering he, the likelihood of him ever seeing Giuliani again is nil. As well, far as he's concerned, it comes into play later on. It comes into play later on. There okay. is a possibility. But you just said, according <laughs> to what we've seen. That. He came to my I defense. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but you did, so I'm thankful. Can we talk about Rufus Sawell and his performance as oh my group and God, Pure? yes. So he is just, he is phenomenal in this role. Every time John Smith comes into a room, he just has this commanding presence. Like he well, is the big dog in the fucking room. He you is know? every room he goes into. I know, but he's an actor. He's not really the big dog in the fucking room. He's pretending to be the big dog in the fucking room, and he is fucking brilliant at it. Like I somebody this needs was to make a documentary. This guy, somebody needs Jesus Christ, Rob. Somebody needs to make this guy a Starfleet captain. Oh, he is just phenomenal. He was awesome in Dark City. I mean, that was probably one of the first roles I've ever seen him in, and that is an incredible movie. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Dark City. Oh, it's it's awesome. In fact, uh, we reviewed it on this show. I reviewed it with Wait, Wait to listen to the show, James. You know, Wait. what do you want from me? He was in A Knight's Tale? Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, oh, he he was, was one of the knights. He was one of, that's right, he was. I've never seen The Illusionist. He, apparently, he's known for that as well. The Illusionist. Yeah, it's got Wolverine in it. I think that's oh, Wolverine. oh, yeah. That, that That's actually a really good show, too. Yeah, I'm just going through his. He was in Hercules in 2014. He's played. He's that. had a lot of supporting actor roles. But he was in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So. Oh, he yeah. Was he was bad. the main bad guy. Yeah, he was Adam. I'd totally like, so forgotten just, about that. I'm just saying, like, I love that movie, by the way, Abraham uh, yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, that's a good Hunter. movie. It's just one of those fun movies you turn your fucking brain off. Like, this is I brilliant. know. It is uh, absolutely I, ridiculous, but it is so much fun. It really, I do. We should probably, we should. It's not sci-fi, though. It is not sci-fi. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, somebody should make this guy a fucking Starfleet captain. I would watch a series, a Star Trek series, with all of their social justice warrior bullshit. With this guy at the fucking, in the captain's chair. Because I think he, he's got that kind of presence. That kind of, I, I would love, like, he's just a great actor and he does a really good job with this role. He is phenomenal. I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. Rob, what do you think? You've been awfully silent, which. I'm not complaining. Kind of good, but we, we, we want to hear from you. Well, first off, Discord is shit. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yes. Can we buy He's Rob phenomenal. an internet connection? Right. I think we need to. He, he, he is Patreon supporters. As Rob John Smith. Needs internet. Yeah. Not laid. I need new internet. That's going to be the uh, second tier. We got the quabble tier, and then we got the um, support Rob's porn addiction tier. <laughs> <laughs> Are you downloading porn while you're doing this podcast? That might be part of the problem, Rob. No, I'm not downloading porn. I found a nice hot picture of uh, Juliana Crane, and I'm taking care of it. Not during the podcast. We had this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I 
Why have you not sent me this picture of Juliana? It's Green? on Discord, and it's oh, God damn. when she was in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Moving on, she was in Chronicles of Riddick. Yes, she was indeed in Chronicles she of Riddick. She was. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. <clears throat> and we lost him. <laughs> so, so I, you, you and know, and I'm you, back. Wow, you, that was damn. That was fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's. What she said. So, you know, you talked in the pod crawl about the barbiturates. um, Mm -hmm. And so I looked it up because I was curious. I I looked up what were they used for, like all the things, not just, you know, hey, I need to get high type of deal. Yeah, Um, they're antipsychotics. Right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they were used back in the 60s and 70s as also a way to control to help control seizures, which then brought into my head, do you think that that is why she actually takes it or does she say or you know, oh, I've got the seizures, I need to take it, but she says it's for the nerves and all that other kind of good stuff, you know, to to make myself uh, happy and go lucky. Because. I think she took it for the nerves. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because she she knew that Wegener, uh, that John was going to be interrogating Wegener, that he uh, he had been you know fucking around on on fuck off Nazi Germany, and she was in on it. She had to do her performance, and I think she was nervous. I think she took it for the nerves. I think she but probably she had a, it. Why does she have a prescription? I think she probably has a, subs- a prescription, her a subscription. Uh, I think she already. Yeah, I think like, she needs it why. for nerves. I mean, he even tells Joe. He goes, he goes. You find a what? What does he say? Something along the lines of, "You have to find a good woman um, for your life, or something." But you, you, when you find her, like you put your life in her hands, like you trust her with your life, right? Right. right. Something like that. So well, I'm. He's constantly using her for his look. He's a fuck off Nazi. Like he's not the he's not a stand up guy. I mean, in this episode, he and in Rudolph reminisce about fucking putting Jews in a in a fucking giant easy bake oven. So it's not like he had qualms with it in the past, right? Like he was trying, and, and and that's what Rudolph was trying to get to. He's like, you used to go sailing, and you clear. He's like, well, yeah, I was trying to get some perspective. He's like, you don't sail anymore. Like he. Obergruppen and Fuhrer John Smith has found his center, and his center is Nazi. That's where he is. That's where he's grounded. That is his reality. That makes it his wife's reality. Like, he's not a nice guy. Like, there was a time when he was a nice guy, when he, was, when he had a chance to continue to be a nice guy, and he, he threw that away. Rudolph went the other direction. Rudolph saw what they did by exterminating these Jews and he can't deal with it now. He's having moral qualms or quobbles, as Jason quobbles. would say. Which I, is tier one so if I, you uh, <laughs> donate to Patreon. <laughs> yes. Quobble is is our first tier on Patreon. Our only tier on Patreon right now. But So I, I agree with most of what you said. I don't think Wegener is as righteous as what you've described. I think he just doesn't want another war. Yes, I, I agree. I don't think he wants to fight another war. I think he's trying to 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 stop another conflict 
but I don't think he's necessarily repentant for what he's done to the people well, that he's done it to. I don't, I didn't mean to make it sound like he's repentant, but he does. I, I don't think he's a hundred percent on board with what they did. He still, I think he still wrestles with it. Because I can, I, can see I mean, that. even Obergruppe and Fuhrer was like, I don't look back. I look forward. Well, yeah, because he's, he's like, you don't ever think of what we did. He's like, I don't look back. I look forward. So right. he's constantly wrestling with it, looking back and going, man, did we do the right thing? Was this, you know, so he, he's still wrestling with, with the humanity that he has left where Obergruppe and Fuhrer is just like, he has no humanity left. He's a fuck off Nazi. Right. Okay. And he's very good at it. Got your point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this guy's like, he knew that Joe was going to go look up grasshopper porn. Right. Oh, he it was tempted all, him. He, oh, he it was teased all a him setup. with it. Absolutely. It was all a setup, and he used his kid. So are you sure that that was uh, grasshopper porn and not uh, Aryan porn? You know, because yeah, it was all for, white? Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Rob. I yeah, know. That was, uh, that was, that was a pretty on good that one all night. Uh, ever since the pod crawl when it said <laughs> grasshopper porn, I was like, well, that's more like Nazi porn, really. Right, right. Cheats. So he no, used his he, kid to tempt him. He's like, go take him into, you take him into the study, you let him walk around, you let him do that. Because he even asked her, are we supposed to be in here? And the kid was like, oh, yeah, dad trusts us not to get into things we're not supposed to. Right. Yeah, and, and it, so. he he left all the clues. I mean, he left the grasshopper tab sticking out of his folio. He yep. uh, he left the keys in the cabinet while Joe was in there, and then he lifted up the whiskey bottle with the key hidden underneath it. Like, I mean, th this guy, if if so, it it really speaks to the intelligence of Joe that he doesn't understand. John <laughs> Smith yeah. does everything in a calculated manner. He's not going to, you know, simply leave his fucking bureau key underneath a whiskey bottle and then lift up said whiskey bottle for everybody to see where that fucking key is. He does everything in a calculated manner. Joe should have smelled that instantly. Oh, well, what the hell? I mean, it was a trap. Joe should have known it if he was any smarter. If he had more brains than a doorknob, he would have picked up on that. He doesn't. Joe's an idiot. He is. Obergruppen and Fuhrer is not an idiot. No, he is. He is. Uh, he is too smart of a man. Dangerously, I, evilly fucking brilliant. And I'm not sure I buy. Like, I really like looking at Juliana, but I'm not really sure that I buy the whole she can read body language. You don't think so? No. Like, and they telegraph that a fucking mile away. Well, yeah. So I. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe it was I just didn't like the way it was done, but I, somehow something tells me that Aikido doesn't translate into fucking reading body language. <laughs> well, she's not going to be slap Steven fighting Seagal anymore. Has never, there's never been any fucking Steven Seagal movie ever, okay, where Steven Seagal went, I know Aikido. I have read their body language. I know what they're going to do. <laughs> like, well, it's not a thing. Uh, she's not going to be slap fighting anymore. So they First off, that's the way too many uh, words in one line. Oh, For yeah, Steven, Steven Seagal? Seagal can't For say Steven that many Seagal. lines. Yeah. Body language, no. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, got it? All right. Actually, Second I think thing. language may be too many syllables. But... <laughs> body, yeah. no. Body, no. No, body. Slap, 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 slap. 
Slappity slap slap. But no, she did relate it to her own manner, mannerisms as well. So she she told Tagomi, you know, whenever I do the same thing, it's because I'm trying to hide something. So man, yeah, she does I it a guess. lot. <laughs> yes, she yeah. has been doing that she, a lot. Uh, <laughs> she grabs her, her coat on her collar all the time. Oh, oh, it's, it's, can we talk it's about cold. the giant fucking plot twist? Her fucking stepdad, daddy is a fucking fuck off. Japanese spy? Yeah, yeah. Works for uh, Japanese NSA. I already knew that. I already knew he that. works for the Japanese NSA. Shut the fuck up, Rob. I didn't. I slept through this. Uh, Remember? <laughs> I've said that like four right. times in this episode. Like I've slept through right. all of these episodes the first time I watched it. They kind of foreshadowed it, though, because he seemed to have been really, really concerned for Juliana every time yeah. he's on screen. And yep. so it's it's kind of like he had insider knowledge of what was going on with Juliana and the stuff that she was getting into. And now it kind of was listening in. Yeah. Wraps, I think wraps all this her. up and makes sense. I think he totally saw her. You think so? I do. You'll have to watch the uh, next couple episodes. Thanks, well, I figured I'd tell you right now to watch the next episodes before Jason spoils it and says, well, if you watch the next episodes, <laughs> they talk about this. All right, that's that, that's Fuck fair. I you, Rob. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't be, get a spoiler warning from Jason most of the time. No, do not at all. You should no. just. I mean, if I'm speaking, you should consider that a spoiler warning. It's one giant spoiler warning. <laughs> uh, usually, when you speak, I need a trigger warning. No, that's Rob. I'm the oh. trigger baby. Oh, my God. That's not what I need when Rob speaks. I just need a fucking warning before he does. So before we go to awards, did anybody notice the name of the airport where John Smith and, and Joe met Begner? Uh, yes, it was fuck off Nazi airport. No, that's not correct. Do you remember what it was? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Because um, I saw it and I was like, why is that normal? Why am I thinking that's a semi-normal name? That is, well, no. Okay, what, let's what, hear it. What is it? It's It was Lincoln Rockwell Airport. Does anybody yeah, know Lincoln who Rockwell. Lincoln Rockwell was? So in the city that I live in, there's a Rockwell Collins. Uh, is, is a giant company here, or was at one point, a giant company here. Uh, and that's why I was like, is that the dude? That's why no. I was like, that's a semi-normal. I don't no. know. I don't know who's Lincoln Rockwell. Lincoln Rockwell, Lincoln Rockwell, George Lincoln Rockwell was the uh, fuck off American Nazi who founded the American Nazi Party in 1959. <laughs> wow. Hmm. And he'll actually come back later in the in the series. All right, then. So you'll understand why he has an airport named after him. Who's got awards? Nobody. Wait, we were supposed to do awards? That's no, different. no, you weren't. Okay. We just do that every fucking episode. Oh. I don't listen to the show. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, who's got your black lung? My black lung is going to go to Mr. Ito because he was smoking his cigarette and examining the goods. <laughs> yes, he was. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. He was. Yeah. He was perusing the shelves, deciding <laughs> what was for dinner. James, who's got yours? Oh my God! I really thought she did it at first, and she was running out 
all exasperated to, like to, I can't to go I wash her that. mouth out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my mine goes to Joe because he was smoking a cigarette when he told Obergruppenfuhrer to uh, you know, fuck his friend over. Okay. Fuck his friend over. I want to make sure that it, that over gets in there. No, it won't. <laughs> otherwise, it totally changes the nature it's of that sentence. Whole different <laughs> show. Yeah, that's my kind of show. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so who's got yours? My black Jason. lung is going to go to pretty much everybody on this fucking show because I've never seen so many goddamn people smoke. Oh my god! Oh hey, my god! Hey, hey, now, now these two episodes were really light on the smoking. What are you talking really about? Were. It no, it took yeah, a while before it got going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the 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 scene with Mister Ito was the first time that there was some smoking. Yeah, but that didn't to take too long, dude. That was like partway through episode five. Maybe it, it was like maybe, maybe ten like fifteen minutes into episode five. No, it was nah. further, than mm. further than that. No, because. She nope. gets home, talks to Frank, mm-hmm. and then Joe gets accosted. Okay. And then <laughs> Tagomi is in the hospital, and then it goes to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and where is she? She's talking to her parents. She goes to Randall's, and then she gets confronted by yeah, that's like a half the American the resistance. No, this all happened really fucking That's like quick. a half hour into the show. Mm-hmm. And then keep going. What happens next? <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes Mom to the Nippon building. Confident about this. And then she goes where? To the Nippon building. No, she does not. She goes to the police station and turns herself in. And turns and herself. Oh, in. that's right. And then she gets interrogated. And then the, yeah. And then there's a whole <coughs> slew of that. It was like at the very towards the very yeah. end of the of the show. It was. Be, at least it was the end. Of, it was not it towards was, the I, very was, end of the show. It was towards the very end of the episode because it it kind of more or less stopped because she ran into the dude, into Tagomi. He dropped the little necklace. She goes to pick it up and looks at it, and then it's like, and that's where it ended. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, suck it, bitch. I watched the show. You didn't. (laughs) He's Rob. Calm down there, Sparky. It's so the at one this time, time of year he gets to be right. Give it to him. I, at this point in time, you will be blind playing. Blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Broken yeah, clocks you will be right pl- twice a day. I, I get it, but, I, you know. During that whole explanation in post, <laughs> there will be the Jason's Wrong music playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the Jason's Wrong music doesn't exist because it hardly ever, ever happens. Bullshit. I've heard it on a podcast. I, I know did, it exists. Yeah, no, I, I didn't say I it doesn't it exist. Too. I said it exists like once, maybe twice a year. Well, this, this is your once, maybe time. twice a year, okay? This is the second time since I have been part yes. of, of Sadist. When was the first time? I oh, just listened to it a few, it? Like, yeah, like a couple weeks ago. That, that's oh. a lie because you don't listen to the show. Oh, <laughs> I, <man. laughs> I do You're listen to make us look for Typically it. Man, it was one of the episodes that I watched. Yeah, pictures or it didn't happen. Who's got your head lush? <laughs> Rob. <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, my head lush is going to go to none other than Thomas Smith because he had his first taste of wine on VAD. <laughs> you took mine. <laughs> yeah, it gets mine too. That's yours that too. He's got some balls. Yeah, yeah he does. He's like, 
Like, well, hey, Dad, so, I know you're a big fuck-off Nazi guy. Can I have some fucking wine? Yeah, Dang. but, and this is the reason why he, he did it when he did it. He's pretty strategic. He's a lot like his dad. He's pretty smart. So my head lush goes to John Smith because that motherfucker just let go and liquored up that day. We haven't seen him. <laughs> we haven't seen him drink hardly anything at all during this series. But man, he he let it all hang out. On but we game. know why now. Yeah, but we know why now. His friend, right? Yeah, like he was conflicted the whole fucking episode. Oh yeah, he was getting lit. But I mean, not enough to slip up though. No, no, no. he he no. would never always lose in control. control. No, always in control. But yeah, I mean that his his son took that opportunity. Hey, dad's you know had a couple couple uh, whiskeys. He's had a couple glasses. And he's of a big wine. soccer fan. Like we find out. I mean, we find out a yeah. lot of stuff about John Smith. He's a. I bet he's watching uh, FIFA tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, and I'm kind of rooting for. I don't know who the fuck are they playing the other. Well, team? and we know that he's a big fucking asshole because he doesn't like baseball. So, <laughs> I love baseball. Baseball is fucking amazing. Yes. Yes, it is. Baseball is better than football. Fight me. I don't disagree. Thank you. Rob, where are you on the baseball versus football? Uh, I prefer baseball. Attaboy. So, all right. Everybody's right on this show. Uh, If you disagree with us, uh, join our Patreon. Fuck off. And uh, (laughs) And then stop listening. (laughs) And just uh, admit that you're wrong. wrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, pl- how about the player? Are we going to do the player award? Oh, yeah, player. James, who's got your player? Right over there. Shut up. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. I-, I appreciate that. Uh, mine goes to the guy who, who pulled his wiener out in front of Juliana. Mm-hmm. You think that's a player-worthy moment? Dude. How like if, Look, this is it what I picture. on the that's other the Japanese only way lady. Rob's ever going to get laid. And you would consider Rob a player? Well, no, I'm just trying to give him ideas. Rob, maybe try that. Don't try I, that, Rob. I, I <laughs> do it almost that, every day. There's a whole gym, hashtag devoted to people who try that. <laughs> yeah, it's not casting couch, man. Uh, I just figured, like his wife who lives with him, he could be, he could, he could try that. He'd be like, "Hey, look, it's out, and see what happens." I don't know. She giggles and says, "Pants <laughs> back on." <laughs> Oh my God. Rob, who's got wow. your player? Uh, my player award is going to John Smith because he was playing Joe Blake and Wegner like a boss. Yeah, that's good. I like that's that. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 So, because well, I didn't want to go for the low hanging fruit, so to speak. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> that's all I do. That's in my wheelhouse. So, uh, my player award is going to go to Wegner. Uh, for his one and singular comment that shows that he uh, he truly is a player, when he's talking with Joe and asking him uh, if he's got a woman in his life, uh, <laughs> he says, no, somebody tells Joe that he needs to find a good woman, and then Wegner says, you need to find as many bad women as you can before you find that before, good woman. It, yeah. <laughs> so loved that yeah. comment. He's getting my player. Yeah. He's got your purple hippo, James. Uh, uh, Richard Dawson, I guess. Uh, who gets the purple hippo? Because I couldn't really. Oh, uh, really we don't have a default that. purple hippo. It's uh, <laughs> Jason because this is where it came from. Oh, uh, then fine. Story. No, <laughs> uh, then it's gonna go to River. River. 
River Tam. Oh, River Tam. Okay. She going to be our official default? Yes. She's our official default. Because nobody, I don't remember anybody getting, like you could make the argument that people got uh, liquored up. Uh, or even the wife with the with the nervous pills, but like no, I, yeah. So I'm giving it to River Tam. Okay, Rob. Rob. Hi, I'm back. And Rob's back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rob so, gets my purple hippo award, as does his internet. <laughs> so 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 uh, James said uh, River. Yep. Well, did you say something, or is it my turn? I completely? asked you who your purple hippo was. It's your turn. <laughs> oh. Oh, excellent. Okay. So uh, now that we're all on the same page again, uh, mine goes to Helen Smith for popping those barbiturates. Okay. Like they were candy. <laughs> yeah. She, you know, it wasn't like they were candy. She took two. I didn't re- yeah, I didn't see what the prescription told her to take, but she took two. Took two. Yeah, that's not like candy. It was like candy. She'd be popping them right and left. Be a fucking party. Okay. So we only saw it once. My purple hippo is going to go to Wegener. Um, the hell? So when he opened the door and saw the Gestapo there to arrest him, that's got to be like a gut punch. As far as he understood, you know, he and John Smith had a, a nice little VA day. He was going to head back to the airport and then fly back to Berlin. So I'm pretty sure he uh, oh. he had an out-of-body experience God, realizing that's, that's, the, some, that's thin. Some, something came out of his body. Yeah. Realizing that the I, he was in deep shit. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that's kind of weak. I think he knew it was coming. He, I think he knew he had a 50-50 shot. He, he was going to either open the door, get in a taxi, and go catch a flight, or he was going to open the door, and he was going to go get the shit beat out of him in an interrogation room. Yeah, because you kind of saw the look of, uh, you saw that look whenever uh, Joe or John showed up at the airport. He kind of had that. Oh uh, crap! Well, it wasn't even. But then it, it's quickly, not even that. When they were standing there uh, having a drink, uh, it was just the two of them. And he's like, oh, "What yeah. are you in town for? What, what what kind of business is it? You know." He, he's like, "Is this an interrogation, Obergruppenführer?" And John and Smith said, said yes. "Yeah." And then he kind of lightened the mood by he he smiled a little bit. He didn't lighten the mood at all. He kind of did a little guffaw, if you will, a little chuckle. Yeah, like haha, just kidding. I don't, that look in his eye was not an I'm kidding look. Well, no, the look in his eye wasn't, but the body language that he presented to Wegener in order to defuse the situation. But Wegener is his friend for how many years should, he knew that look. He knew it wasn't, and he just played along. He played along with the the laugh. He laughed, you know, loud and hard. He he, he didn't just guffaw. He let out a, a, a... Belly laugh. <laughs> no, I think you he know, thought John Smith was actually joking around. I don't. I I I disagree, sir. I disagree. No, he wasn't joking. Well, no, John Smith wasn't joking, but he presented <laughs> as if he was. No, Did it do- didn't look very good at all. Did you watch this episode? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, you completely forgot that Juliana was interrogated. <laughs> you thought it happened 10 minutes into the show. Did you fast forward through the episode? Is that what happened? Did you fall asleep? You fell That's asleep. That's happened to me while you? I watch the show. I think we've lost Jason. Are you too done? I think we did too. No, no. We're going to keep going here. <laughs> Let me guess. You 
lost track of time and you are trying to do this all from memory um, and didn't watch it. Or you're watching it right now. You're watching it right now, aren't you? I'm watching it right now. I'm pulling a rod. You're episode six right now. (laughs) Almost done. Yep. Pulling a rod. Is that what you did last week, Rob? No, that was like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? We weren't even doing this show three weeks ago. (laughs) Exactly. I haven't haven't, uh, been ill-prepared. I have watched every single episode. Thank you very much. Yeah, sometimes after we did the podcast. Absolutely not. Always before the podcast. Or during. No. Mm-hmm. My, I cannot watch and do a podcast and download porn at the same time. My internet right. will not handle it. You can't watch or do a podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and on that terrible disappointment. <laughs> wow. <sighs> so next hurts. week we're going to discuss... Uh, Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. (laughs) (laughs) And as Rob said, our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Manchette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast or email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. Be sure to check out all of the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com. And this goes without saying, but Rob sucks. Uh, no, the, the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours and might not be shared by Eargloo Media or anyone else for that matter. And yes, I did watch the episode's ass. For this week, I'm Jason. Um, I got nothing special to say. Fuck you all. That's uh, every fucking episode. But not 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 our listener. No, just, no. That's just, every episode. You have nothing. No, no, I'm not telling say. the listener to fuck fuck off. I'm, I'm telling you too. Nothing special. Look, okay. It's my birthday next week. Leave me alone. You're still not getting late. And we'll talk to you next week. If, if we get enough Patreon supporters, Jason, can we help Rob get laid by possibly, I mean, even if it's just five, $10, get a lady of the night to help Rob out. Dude, I don't um, want any lady of the night that's five or $10. <laughs>